the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Lara House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich, and each week on the show, no matter how many eggs you feed to bears illegally every week, we will share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed. Yes, it's what we call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us. For the next 15 minutes or so, we invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop worrying about fins having to ski on used snow. And I'll stop worrying about an official report that everyone is gassy. And I'll stop worrying about why Netflix is editing out phone numbers on Squid Game. <laughs> and now let's get tiny. Yes, let's do that. Coming up on the show, a tiny victory for out-of-the-box thinkers and letting your freak flag fly. <laughs> Plus, I'm pretty sure I started a trend that's now sweeping the nation. And by nation, I mean me and a couple people and a caller named Margaret from Dallas. And Annabelle. Yes. Who else counts? Um, <laughs> but first, <laughs> this week's episode is sponsored by Smalls. Now, dog people like you, Laura, can just listen while I wax poetic about how excited I am about Smalls. <laughs> All right. Smalls is... Fresh, human-grade food for cats, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. You know, as I do, that cats are obligate carnivores. They need fresh, protein-packed meals, and that's what Smalls is. Smalls develops complete and balanced recipes for all life stages. They're gently cooked to lock in proteins, vitamins, minerals, and moisture. I have an order that I'm waiting for almost as excitedly as my two cats, Betty and Shirley. And cats can experience improved digestion, a less smelly litter box, softer and shinier coats, better breath. I'm super excited about Smalls. I can't wait till the uh, Smalls arrives and I can see my cats. Well, cats don't smile, but I know they're going to love it. Betty and Shirley are going to be so psyched for that. Yes. Listeners, you can take a short quiz on smalls.com slash tiny to customize your sampler and use code tiny for a total of 30% off your first order, which is great. That's smalls.com slash tiny code tiny for 30% off. So, um, Laura, I want to just tell listeners that uh, a little behind the scenes stuff here. We have a, uh, as you know, we have a three way text chain going, although it's more of a two way because I'm not much of a texter, but I'm a lurker. And you and Swish uh, keep uh, uh, tabs on things in the news that we might want to talk about as tiny victories or things we should be worried about. And that's how we came up with this tiny victory for today. And I just want to say, if, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to interject yeah. and say Swish is our producer. Exactly. Laura Swisher, who we call Swish. Yes. So, uh, Laura, you shared a Wall Street Journal article that had the headline, Want to Stand Out on Zillow? Try a Knight or a Dinosaur. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I did. It seemed so bonkers. I thought that was hilarious. So I, I read the article, and it's about the length that home stagers are going to to stand out from the competition. And I thought that was hilarious that, you know, the people who decorate homes for prospective buyers to fall in love with the pictures are doing things like putting in uh, a, a guy uh, in a suit of armor in a bathroom brushing his armor teeth, I guess, or, you know, putting in a, a dinosaur in uh, in the living room. And I just thought, 
that was so cool because I thought, you know, this is like a whole world of opportunity for people to express themselves and to appeal to someone like me. Like I get really depressed when I see those cookie cutter interiors because I'm going to be looking for a new place to live in a couple of years. And I, I've started now because you know how long it takes. And I see these, 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 these house stagings and they look like humans have never set foot in these spaces. But if I saw yeah, some, a dime, some of them, something interesting. Yeah. Some of it is, it looks very Martha Stewart, like a, like a perfect person live there, yes. which can be weird. And then some, some I find because I was house hunting very recently. Some look like um, someone you'd never want to meet li- yeah. <laughs> live there. Exactly. And but yeah, there it is. It is an interesting trend that it's like you know what I'm going to put this one of those chairs that's shaped like a hand uh, at, around the dinner table or whatever because there I definitely found when I was looking through houses like if it had like a cool red wall or some kind of interesting paint or so, like I would be like oh that I like then I can see myself there well, which is the whole point of staging so you can see yourself there the thing is like if I had like my dream would be if I was if I was scrolling through these listings and there was like Look, there's Gertrude Stein seated at the dinner table. <laughs> like if someone put something, they, just someone just like cosplay someone, someone dressed up as Gertrude. Look, you would I, recognize if someone was dressed up as Gertrude Stein. Wouldn't you recognize Gertrude Stein from the Picasso portrait? Or are they holding like, like a, a sign that says? No, they would be the Gertrude Stein as painted by Pablo Picasso. If there was a cutout, I would make an offer on practically any place. If there was a Gertrude Stein cutout sitting in a living room, I just think there's limitless possibilities for uh, expression that could happen here and for appealing to people like me who want to imagine great literary figures sitting in their living room. (laughs) I I love that. You hear that, stagers? Get get lit. And I, I feel like it's so I just kind of thought it was funny and then I I loved how you latched onto it. And then I started looking into more stuff. And I guess because something I've seen like people pass this these viral videos of uh, uh-huh. real estate agents around, I was like I guess because of social media, like this, what you're talking about has also opened up a chance for realtors to express themselves. Oh, I have not like, seen these. There used to not be a, yeah, no, like they're singing or they're doing music videos or some are like acting out movie scenes. Like there's a guy with the, he pops up his um, collar on his Oxford shirt and he slides across the living room in his oh, <laughs> underwear my, and socks, like ris- the risky business scene. Oh my scene, God. Oh my God. Or doing parodies. So, our producer, Laura Swisher, found, pulled a clip of this is where a real estate agent from Iowa parodies Adele. Hello. Can you hear me? I'm in Beaverdale and dreaming about curb appeal. Indeed, this home. Perfect for you. Is that real? Like, I thought it was like maybe like some kind of TikTok thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I feel like that's kind of what's happening is it does seem 
it sometimes it is a TikTok thing, but it also is an actual realtor <laughs> oh that's do that's doing this. So yeah, like so the the clip of Adele, I love like that realtor's name is Megan Hill Mitchum. She shot a music video to go with the song. Oh my God. Now I can't get that song out of my head, and I don't <laughs> I don't really want to. But I just think it's so clever and interesting that like it used to be if you were a real a realtor uh-huh. and you were like I juggle, but really I'm a real estate agent, and it's like well now combine. Them. You're now the juggling real estate. Get in there. Go juggle and go sit in that pool and juggle. Like is, we, like you, like show off your skills. It's so funny. Now I, I actually because of this story, I put in a call to my friend Trudy. She's a real estate agent, and uh, and she also has a staging business. And I wanted to know if she'd seen anything, and it turns out that she has seen something like what we're talking about, some creativity happening Mm. out there. And here's what she had to say. Hello, this is True Cross from True Home Curation. I have a home concierge service here in Los Angeles, and one of the things we do is staging. But when I go into other properties, I always, of course, take in the staging that they have. And one of the craziest things that I've seen recently at an $88 million listing in the Bel Air area of Los Angeles is an orange horse in the living room. Why is an orange horse going to sell this house? I mean, are you going to ride it? What is it? Is it art? Is it sculpture? Is it a, just a conversation piece? It's like all of these crazy <laughs> uh, out of left field things. Yeah. Orange horses in living rooms. I don't know. Okay. So first of all, I just have to say that I thought when I listened to this the first time, she said an orange Porsche, not a horse. And oh. so I thought, oh, so Los now Angeles. it's like <laughs> Ferris Bueller almost. Exactly. But then I thought, I don't know, which is crazier, orange Porsche or orange horse? A horse? I don't know. It kind of makes sense. Like if the people, I guess there are stagers that are hired, but it gives the impression like almost if the people who live there are like, look, this is very us. We're setting it up as very, we want this house to go to someone just like us. Yeah. So someone who has a weird million dollars. It, <laughs> well, I mean, that is a, that, but you know, obviously they're not all just at that price point, but yes, that's a very, Whoever buys that house will be almost exactly like the people who left because who who has that? I mean, that's a small pool that we're choosing from. But but yeah, it's I don't know. I It, it is kind of interesting to me that there, there's a lot of downsides to social media, but I, this is not one of them. I think it's a cool, tiny victory that people are like, you know, I'm not like a singer singer, but. I'm a good singer for a, a real estate agent or whatever. Well, it's true. And I mean, again, I, I think the tiny victory is in that, you know, I think at least in my mind, I had thought of like realtors, like, oh my God, you know, uh, a lot of people who go into that, it's their like second or maybe third career reinvention. And in my mind, I thought, well, maybe, you know, if you've come from a creative career, this would seem less creative. And I think, you know what? I love that people are running with it and turning it into something individual. I mean, I really, I really think it's a tiny victory for all the singing realtors out there and for giving us something a little more entertaining. 
Yep. Okay, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear from another show on our network. And when we come back, Margaret from Dallas calls in with a tiny victories success story. Hey there, I'm Ellen Weatherford. And I'm Christian Weatherford. And we've got big feelings about animals that we just got to share. On Just the Zoo of Us, your new favorite animal review podcast... We're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't, rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Lara House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. Okay, so a few episodes ago, I talked about going on an errand hang with one of my best friends from college, and we had a great time, even though I was just shopping for a new trash can. <laughs> so well, we didn't even know it was called an errand hang. We sort I sort of found out that it's called an errand hang, and apparently it's pretty common in other cultures, but less so in the United States. But it's essentially when you invite a friend to come with you to run errands that normally you would have to do by yourself. And one listener, which I love, was inspired by this episode and tried it herself. So let's take a listen. Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller, probably last-time caller because, like, that's my jam. Uh, my name is Mary Margaret. I live in Dallas in Texas, and uh, I've been listening to Tiny Victory since the very beginning. And just this past weekend, oh, well, Friday, I needed to go grocery shopping, and I hate grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is the worst. It's soul-sucking. Um, and I feel like somehow I do it badly. I don't think that you can, but I have definitely got it into my head that I do. And I thought about your episode about the Aaron Tang, and I texted a friend, and I asked her if she needed to go grocery shopping or if she just wanted to hang out with me while I went grocery shopping, and we went grocery shopping together. And it was, like, the best experience, and I'm definitely going to do it again because it didn't suck. <laughs> and, like, I need groceries. So success. Thank you so much for your show and uh, for making me think about tiny victories uh, in my everyday life. It has definitely improved my mood overall and in general, probably my outlook on life. So thank you so much. I don't know how to hang up. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, there's a button. Is it this one? Okay, so I just want to say that I am also from Dallas, and I'm appreciating all the things I have in common with Margaret. And this is a great tiny victory. Mm -hmm. Like, like she's, you know you have to grocery shop. So if you make it like a carton aisle party with your friend, I feel like that is that is living your best life. I, it, and I also yeah. love that she did not know how to hang up. I love her. Uh, the funny thing is, Lori, you inspired me to go on an errand hang. Oh, I did. ripple effect. I Look did. at me. I know. Well, I went on a hang, an errand hang with a new friend. We were going on a hike, and then we were having a good time talking. And I'll tell you something. Going on an errand hang is something 
I thought about as like something you would do with a good friend, but it's actually interesting if you do it with like a new friend, because you can really learn a lot about someone and like whether or not you want them to be a friend. Like, you know, when you go out to dinner or lunch with someone and you see that they're, if they're not nice to a server, then I'm like, okay, not a friend of mine. Like you learn a lot just from behavior. Yeah, like you have your litmus test, like, no, that's that's not yeah. okay. Yeah, anyone who doesn't tip well or is, is not polite. So, like, I, just to see them, like, in an environment of the grocery store where, like, how do you interact with the wonderful person who's ringing oh. up your groceries and what do you buy? It was all very... This was kind of a date, it sounds like. You keep saying new friend, but this was a date. It was really a, a new... This was a grocery it date, a, I can tell. I don't think so. It was date adjacent. It was adjacent. Well, it was something because they bought chicken strips for their dog. And I thought, okay, I appreciate that. Yes. Well, good. I'm glad that is that is the whole point of why you started Tiny Victories. You were like, let's highlight Tiny Victories and get other people. We'll try to think in Tiny Victory terms and try to get other people to think in Tiny Victory terms. And your dream is coming to fruition. And you did that for me, Laura. So I'm totally Yay! into an Aaron Hang. This pump. <laughs> That's it for this week's show. Thank you to True Cross and to Margaret from Dallas for your call. And thanks to everyone who calls in. We may not be able to share your victory right away, but we love doing episodes sharing listener victories, so please keep them coming. You can call the Tiny Victory Hotline at 323-285-1675. You can also record your Tiny Victory on the Voice Memo app of your choice. Email us the audio. Our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org and help us get the word out about the show. Please tell your friends, your family, anyone you meet who you think needs a little bit of goodness in their lives. Another way you can help out is by leaving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and writing a review. Like, I discovered the Aaron Hang, thank you, or, well, you know, whatever you want to write. Or let us know if you've seen something really fun far out there on a uh, Zillow or real estate listing. I'd love to hear about it. And be sure to follow us on social media. Our show handle is at GetTinyPod on both Instagram and Twitter. And to follow us individually on Twitter, you could follow me at LaGerwich. And my handle is at I'm Laura House. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may each tiny victory that you have this week top the one before it. (laughs) This is a production of Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.